You're listening to the Equine Forum on HRRN, presented by Twin Spires. It's Bidal Copian in the Santa Inez. Three-length lead turning for home. Don't Bring Crazy is second, followed by Tambo. They're coming to the eighth pole, and it's a hand ride and an absolute show for Copian, a filly of much promise. Five-length lead with a 16th to go. Never asked for anything. The future is bright for Copian. A perfect two for two. Wins by six. Don't Bring Crazy, Tambo, and Bossy Bruin Gal. Running time, 123.39 seconds. Oh, Copian just blowing the doors off the competition in the Santa Inez at Santa Anita on January 7th. Frank Miramati had the call. She'll get a great showdown coming up later today with Kinza for trainer Bob Baffert, also undefeated. She's a perfect one-for-one one to begin her career. Somebody's going to exit that race not undefeated, but Boy, what a race that should be. That comes up in the Las Virginis later today. You're going to hear from Spendthrift Farm manager Ned Toffee uh, in just a few minutes. He will talk about Copian and how talented she really is. She is a Kentucky bred too, by the way, Copian, which leads me perfectly into my next segment as I kick off this week's edition of Kentucky Bread presented by the Kentucky Thoroughbred Development and Breeders Incentive Funds. Well, with awards of $3,000 a race available from the Kentucky Breeders Incentive Fund for winning an allowance or maiden special weight race anywhere in the USA or at Woodbine Racetrack, it pays to race and breed in the bluegrass. And awards up to $4,000 a race are available for winning a non-graded stakes anywhere in the USA or at Woodbine. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. I'll tell you about more lucrative awards after this visit with today's special Kentucky bred guest, that is trainer Kelsey Danner. Kelsey, appreciate the visit. Oh, you're welcome. The Bluegrass State, I know, is a very special thing for you, not just racing there, but growing up kind of in the shadows of Churchill Downs. Talk a little bit about why Kentucky racing is so special to you. Well, I pretty much grew up at Churchill Downs. Um, Obviously, both my parents worked at Churchill, my dad being a trainer, my mom works in the office. Um, So pretty much all my Younger years are spent there. It was the first place I galloped a racehorse and was an assistant there. So most of my life has been spent there. So it's a pretty special place to me. I just went through a couple of the numbers that are available for the awards to horses that win races, even outside of Kentucky or globally. I'll get into some of that later in the show, too. It's changed so much, hasn't it, over the past decade or so? Yeah, I mean, it's changed a lot even in the last three years, really. Um, I mean, the purses are bigger than they ever been, and they keep getting bigger. Um, and even places like Turfway is the, apparently the place to be this winter. Um, and that's never really happened before. So, um, no, it's great for Kentucky breads. You shouldn't run them anywhere else. I'm so glad that you bring up Turfway because you're right. It is, it's not your daddy's Turfway, right? If you want to look at it in that fashion, things are completely different there. What, what changes have you seen? Well, I mean, when I started training, I stayed the winter at, well, Keeneland by race at Turfway. I mean, and no one ever had to fight for stalls at Turfway. And now you can't get a stall if your life depended on it. Um, It's filled up. I mean, people stay there year round now, uh, fulfilled. I mean, more times than not, you get excluded from a race, which usually doesn't happen anymore. 
how much of your operation is now centered around the Bluegrass State? Uh, 50% of it right now. So I stayed at Turfway. I'm still in Florida with the other half. But, you know, this fall, Turfway, most of my clients wanted to keep their horses there, especially if they're Kentucky bred. And they have a lot of options on um, races, distances. The races tend to go, which makes it a little easier on the condition book when the races do go. Um, So everyone was pretty keen to stay up there. And even that being said, there's been a lot of updates at Turfway. Like they have a new dormitory, which with my grooms, hot walkers, they actually wanted to stay at Turfway, which never happens. Wow. Wow, that's powerful. That uh, speaks volumes for what the industry has done and how far it has come. Even in the summertime when you get to Churchill Downs and Keeneland and Kentucky Downs and Ellis Park, I mean, the money is good all across the board. Yeah, I think Kentucky Downs is probably the favorite meet of my two biggest owners. I feel like we target Kentucky Downs every year. It's only a seven-day meet or eight-day meet, but it's everyone's favorite. I mentioned some of the awards that are available for Kentucky Breads winning races outside of Kentucky, and you had a pretty good Kentucky bred last year that took you on quite a ride, Dance Macabre. Tell me a little bit more about Dance Macabre and all of the different benefits you were able to reap through that one horse. Well, she's definitely benefited for Kentucky Downs last year and the year before, and she's ran at a lot of different tracks. She made nearly a million dollars, and she um, just turned four, so she's doing really well on that front. She's a special filly been very glad to have her in my barn. You have a Kentucky bred racing at Turfway in the stakes race later today. That is nice as pie, who is the two to one morning line favorite in there. I know you think that this is a pretty special filly too. No, she's a nice filly and I kinda have the same plans that Dance did last year with her. Um so hopefully she follows right in her footsteps. And it's another one where that owner who breeds in Kentucky as well most the majority of her horses are at Turfway because she, they're Kentucky breds and they run for more money. Well, Kelsey, I hope that she runs a massive race for you tonight. I hope she gets to the winner's circle and you get to reap all the awards and benefits that go along with racing and competing in Kentucky. Really appreciate the visit here. It's always a delight to catch up and all the best later on this evening. Thank you. Don't forget to join me next Saturday here on the Equine Forum for another edition of Kentucky Bread presented by the Kentucky Thoroughbred Development and Breeders Incentive Funds, providing awards of up to $5,700 for winning a Grade 1, Grade 2, or Grade 3 race anywhere in the USA and in multiple countries, and awards of $200,000 allocated to the top 20 claiming horses in Kentucky with the most claiming wins in the Bluegrass State. Breed them, raise them, race them. We all win with Kentucky Breads.